89.9 KMOJ FM and KMOJ HD1 Minneapolis St. Paul bringing unity to the community 89.9 KMOJ the people's station Welcome to Four Opinions. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or board of directors of KMOJ. Are you ready to have some real convo? Get down to it and talk about real topics? I mean, opinions are like, tune into our live podcast talk show, The Four Opinions, every Saturday at 8 a.m. on 89.9 KMOJ with your host, on-air personality, creator and CEO, Tiffany Love, featuring the legendary Walter Q. Bear Banks with empowerment life coach, L.R. Wilson, Mr. Thomas Berry, and Tamiko Charmaine, a.k.a. The Fabulous One. Always, y'all kids, good right? Good morning, good morning, good morning, Cuba. Okay, he always got the song. He got, got the the hottest and the hottest for every day, right? <laughs> good morning, everybody. Make sure you take down this number six one two three seven seven three four five six. You are welcomed to call in with your live questions. I'm super excited. I got my sister Love here, Yolanda Pearson. She's like, hello, good morning. <laughs> Come on, you're lying to good morning. Hello, hello. And the wonderful husband, her backbone, everything, my brother, who loves correctly. Waylon Pearson, good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning, everyone. Good morning. <laughs> hey, we got Thomas Berry in the building, Tamiko Charmaine, Latoya, Walter yeah. Q. Bear Banks. Uh, we are super excited because because we wanted to have Yolanda in today and her husband, Waylon, Waylon, Yolanda, to talk about entrepreneurship. Yes, yes. Man, you know, most of us in here are entrepreneurs, and every day we are like literally on the phone talking about this journey. Yes. And, Daily. you know, and people <laughs> see the good part of it, but they don't, you know, know what goes on. So I wanted Yolanda and Waylon to come in today to kind of give us the true journey of entrepreneurship. Um, you guys are the CEOs and own- owners of Pearson's Truck, I mean, Pearson's and Sons Trucking Company. Yes, Wade yeah. was the CEO though. Okay, oh, so, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Girl, you should have checked us while we doing like, all these posts. My husband, right? About. He yeah. is the CEO, and okay, Wade you the CEO, CEOist, <laughs> like the assistant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? No, for real, we was talking about that early before we got started. That you know, I would call Yolanda and be like, "Man, we be tired." When I get home, it's like you shuffling your feet. You thinking to be an entrepreneur is okay? Like you don't have to work that nine to five no more. Um, you gonna get your own set schedule. I'm gonna take all these vacations, and literally, you do not have time to do it so yeah i thought that too yeah uh, i was like oh yeah i'll be working for myself i can do this i can mm-hmm. do that yeah girl right all and day it, all night so we really want the people to know um you guys can give us a little history about your trucking company how it got started and we just wanted to get i told everybody today get your pen and pads out so they could get these jewels so they can write them down because yes. this is going to be very informative for everyone so y'all could just start out however you want to start it but you know we are excited to have you here so thank you so much yeah, thanks for having us. So Pearson & Sons Trucking has been around for six years. Waylon started this journey, um, and so this is really his baby, um, and I'm just kind of there to support him in this. Yeah, that's kind of how we started the business. We've grown and expanded and learned more over the years. 
Um, but Waylon, tell us how you start, why you started this business, and yeah. <laughs> the mastermind and he's so quiet so you wouldn't even think just, like this person was the I just wanted to do something for my family and leave them more than just a job something that they yes. wouldn't have to go to interviews on and ask those stupid questions why do you want this job right. uh, mm-hmm. I'm broke <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. you'd be all nervous going to the interview like what okay right so I just was always my family I come from a transportation family okay. oh, nice. my mother drove uh the city bus my brother drove trucks my uncle drove trucks so it was just blood into me i know that's right <laughs> dollars right <laughs> and so that's the thing about it and i wanted to have a question i had also was like okay so how do you know what journey i know a lot of people they wake up and they don't want to do all this stuff they want to sell stuff yes. um they wake up i mean i'll be having so many ideas <laughs> that i just want to start something like what made you think like this is it you know, because you don't know. Like, I've I've done other things than this to be successful, but it's like, how do you know, like, which one to go with? Right. I mean, it's not for everyone. You got to find your niche on what you really love out here and be passionate about it for it to be successful in anything. Mm-hmm. So I worked at warehouses, fast foods. I, I did all that stuff, and I never fit in. So once I got into trucking, I was like, oh, this isn't bad. I I fought it for years. Like, my brother always told me, a lot of people told me, like, oh, you need to try trucking. I'm like, no, I don't want to be stuck in no box all day. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) So, but once I got into it and started seeing, like, oh, this isn't bad. I don't have to be bothered with a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like, so I went and learned a couple of things. I, I First of all, I worked for a company before I even built my business. I learned the ins and outs and not yes. just the driving part. You you really got to do your research, and a lot of people don't want to do research on their own projects, and that's why their business mm-hmm. fails. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either they don't want to do research. Well, they don't want to do research. Right. And also they see what somebody else doing and they see that they're successful at it. It's like, like when they started selling, uh, you know, the bundles of hair, it was like, oh, you should do that. I was like, I don't even wear that. Why would I sell that? Right. Like that don't right. even make because sense. Because it's hot right now. Like, yeah, <laughs> you don't I even know trying that. to be hot right now. <laughs> exactly. Right. I'm trying to be hot forever. Right. So, and then you yeah. buy some hair, you don't know it's shit. Like, is it the good quality? Like, yeah, you, you don't know, know nothing know. about it. Right. I just had to pick up coffee. I didn't even know how to pick out coffee. Right, so right. I was like, no, nah, boo. <laughs> and what's interesting is that when I talked to Yolanda, she had said the point about because that her husband was you know good in this department that you picked up a skill to 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 support him with that part yeah i think one of the one of the key things that waylon said that i really want people to understand and hear is that he worked for someone else while he understood the industry learned the business of it and then you know he spent 11 years working for someone else Mm. doing the dump truck and he did other parts of trucking before he got into dump trucking. He did over-the-road trucking. He delivered trailers. He, um, you know, delivered uh, drinks for uh, di- a distribution company. So he did other aspects of trucking that he did not like, and they mm-hmm. weren't good fits for him. Mm-hmm. And then he started working for a construction company doing the dump truck, and he did that for 11 years working for someone else. And so once it was time for him to start his own business, he already knew the ins and outs. He had built the relationships. I think that first year when he first started, I mean, we were kind of blind on the business side, starting the business. And so, like, we had a good friend, Tamima. She really helped us start the business and nice. tell us the ins and outs of regulations and compliance and things like that. And so don't be afraid to ask for help. And seek out people who know 
what what they're talking about. Mm. I think the internet has created this fake facade, especially in trucking, that anybody can just go buy a yes. truck and make thousands <laughs> of dollars every you know every week, and you don't have to have the skills. You have to have some skills, some knowledge about the industry, about the business. If you don't, your business will pay for it. Yes. And so I think the first year of business, one of the biggest things that I learned is that. I was like, oh, my husband got this. He know what he doing because I didn't. And I was a little afraid. I was like, oh, okay, we going to see how this works. (laughs) But he had it because I'm talking about he had built the relationships. He had built a lot of things. And so it was easy for me to help him because I didn't have to worry about, like, once he left and got on that road, he was on his own. And so that year I really saw how he had really understood this industry and was teaching me and, you know, kind of being on job sites, being the leader, because a lot of people had bought these trucks and hopped in them and just didn't know what they (laughs) was doing. And so he started leading other independent drivers. And so then that just really sparked me to think about, okay, how do we make this thing really, really work? And then I went and took a class with someone, got a mentor. So don't be afraid to ask for help. Seek out mentors. Look for experienced people who've done this that are willing to help you. Everybody's not going to be willing to help you. Right. Uh, yeah. But and then and then if you're a good worker, they try to use you up too. That's what I learned about <coughs> being an entrepreneur. Too. When I was working, I was the best person in that in the place, you know. And I was like, okay, I need to do this or whatever. And it was I was like, no, but she wanted me to work for her. Like you mm. said, eleven years you being there, and I'm like, wait a minute, I'm doing all this. I'm building up your business. Like why? Why do we get scared to like move on? into that to that next position you know leaving your job was it like super scared to to go i know because then you had your wife you ain't finna leave no job <laughs> you ain't finna leave and go do on I your mean, own i always knew i was gonna end up driving for myself yeah. but mm-hmm. i didn't want to just jump in it blindly so yeah i took the time and the patience to learn the industry learn what i was gonna really want to do was it gonna be semi truck dump truck box truck like transportation has so many different leads like you just got to find your niche and see what's right for you out there yeah i got a question uh that was asked on the net they said i asked them about the lack of cargo coming into the ports mm. and how he's dealing with the changing demographics and all with ai so for us we don't have that challenge <clears throat> we um are a dump truck company so we do cross regional um Trucking services, heavy highway construction is is our primary business. We do do some new construction sites and other local sites, but we're primarily working on state projects. Okay. Um, But I will tell you, with the cargo coming into the ports, it's really important that you understand what's going on at those ports. So which ports are you talking about? You know, there's Houston, Georgia, there's LAX. And so they all three of them have different infrastructure problems. And so I think that's part of knowing that business. And so I know that because being in supply chain, seeing all the issues that are happening within supply chain. So join industry groups that are really talking about and leveraging what's going on at those ports. Also, do a lot of um, insight. Go to some of these large companies and steal their intel. What you have to do is go online and and put a request for a quote. See what they're charging so you know where you need to be. And so I think it's up to you to really do that research on whatever industry you're in. If you're pulling rail carts from the rail yard, understand how many is flowing every day. Understand the major corporations that are flowing in there. Also, look at the big players. Don't always look for the targets of the world. There's some local companies Thank you. that will Thank give you, for you saying that. some large contracts. Really, at the end of the day, what you want is a PO. You want a purchase order. You want a check. 
It shouldn't matter who right. that check comes from. Facts. I think everybody's chasing Target. Everybody's chasing the big companies, General Mills, Walmart. Walmart will chew you up and spit you out as yes. a small business. Yes. A lot of these large corporations, they're paying on 60, 90-day payment terms. A small yes. company will work with you. So understand who you're working with. You should already know when you start your business, who's your customer? What's your niche? What are you good at? Every time I talk to a business owner, oh, I can do everything. No, you no, can't you do everything. Right, yes. You got to get into right, something. Yes. Right. You really, up there cracking up. <laughs> yeah. You really have to understand, understand your, your niche. Lane, for real. You know, I tell people all the time, we could come to your house, but are you going to pay that price? You I know, know that's right. And so yes. it's like our niche is heavy highway construction projects. That's our niche. We could do other things. We could haul snow and down times. But during the busy times, we're not chasing those small contracts. We're mm -hmm. only chasing large contracts. And so I think people don't do their due diligence. And they just, you know, they just all over the way. You as a business owner, you got to steady yourself into whatever your niche is. And don't try to do everything that everyone else is doing. Thank you. I think that's been really key for us is that we've created our own blueprint. Yes. We're not trying to follow anybody else. We take advice from people. We give advice. But at the end of the day, we ground ourselves in what we're doing. And so I think that's so important. You know, I think the Internet, like I said, the Internet to me, especially in trucking, I see I see all these. You can dispatch. You can do this. You can do that. People have not understood the mere fact of who are you going to dispatch? Right. right. How do you get truckers? <laughs> you know? right. How do you, you know, and so I, I think. People just buy these courses that are online. Oh. Somebody tell you they made six figures. Show yeah. me some receipts. Let me tell you, right. Let me tell you, because I, 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 I'm going to share that with the information like you. And that's the thing. She be careful. Right. right. Be careful about getting these online courses. Like you said, do your do your research. Because, like, I paid, what was that girl on Atlanta Housewives, Sierra? Oh, I, maybe I shouldn't say that part. Oh, yeah. This time. But, you know, I, you know, I paid for that microblading <laughs> class, you know, because I'm an esthetician. And I wanted to get this, you know, I know this to give me another income. And, I, you like you said, browse is my thing. Pay her all that money. And, I mean, when I got there, it was, like, probably, like, 14 people there. Everybody paid 2700 plus whatever. Mm -hmm. And did not learn anything. And it's yes, because you I, did. you learned something. <laughs> yeah, not to do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. But just doing the research, like you going by the heaviest hitter and whatever. Like, and I came back, I had to still invest over $7,000 to try to learn something that she didn't teach me. So that's a good thing. Like entrepreneurs, they do not do the work to figure out what they need to do. What, you know, what course is, you know, the, the legit one. Like, but how do you find that out if it's legit or not? I think you have to, you know, do some research. Call the people and ask. Do they have a phone number? Are they accessible to answer yes. your questions? Yes. Have you talked to any of their customers? Not just these little few that they talking about. Go through On those the reviews. Go the through other those reviews right. and those the people comments. That they told the review. Things <laughs> like that. You'll you'll find out seriously. And then if you've done your research, when you start asking them questions and they can't answer those questions, mm. then you know, oh, okay, they don't have it all together. Right. And for us, I think for the first couple years, we were like, oh. Everybody needs to get into this. Y'all, come on, let's go. You know, let's go. Trying to rally up our family, yes. our friends. And Ooh. people were just like, uh, okay, whatever. Nah, we, we going to do it. I'll see. And I'm like, okay. And after right. a while, I was just like, you know what? I'm done begging people to help you and give you an opportunity to make you yes. money. Right. Yes. When That's I put that wall up, it Ooh. was like, we're not doing stuff for free. Ain't no more ride-alongs. Ain't no more all these things. <laughs> now, we'll help you, but for a fee. Right. 
I realized how very few people came then. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I watched some of those people pay other people of to course, it, teach yeah. them of and then come back to me to help you after you pay someone else. And I'm right. thinking, oh, And no, that's I'm the thing. Somebody had always told me because at first originally like paying the money to get everything done, they was like, um, you're not going to take it as serious if you don't invest your own money. If somebody just paid for you to do it, like you're not going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, mm-hmm. Nobody so I, wants to lose their own money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, y- go ahead. All on in. 612-377-3456. If you got questions for this lovely couple here, Pearson's Trucking. Pearson's uh, Sons. Pearson's and Sons Trucking. Mm-hmm. Let me yeah. get it right. Get them babies yeah, If you got there. some questions for them. Um, and I, I, I'm glad you brought that up about family because I think, you know, especially, wow. especially like with me uh, developing 12 Watch, the one thing I've been saying is consistently is like, hey, family and friends, you can't, really like to strive in business like and let me shout out my people who do support i got people who always hit me up they always want to put money in they want to buy merchandise they want to see exactly what's happening they want to give ideas etc and they stay on the ground but that's like very few of your family and friends Mm -hmm. everybody like really sounds like what you guys are saying sit on the sideline watch you make and then they Mm -hmm. come back and ask (laughs) How can they get a part of right. the earnings versus part of that work? So tell us a little bit more about that. You know, how, how is that like dealing with folks now that you guys, you're standing up on your feet. Now, everybody, now everybody's pro. It'd be so you know. crazy, man. Right. Like when we first started, everybody doubted you. And then when they see success, they come over to the house now and they'd be like, oh, well, you got this and you got that. Like, oh, well, I'm going to buy me a truck tomorrow. And I tell them like, well, you know, dump truck is very different from semi driving. Like in dump truck, you going to drive 80% backwards. Can you drive backwards? (laughs) (laughs) Can't even park a car backwards. (laughs) Right. Like, so when you're trying to jump into this game, it's a different lane. Right. Like, at semi-trucks, you waiting at docks all day. I got to rush to stop and wait for them to load me up all day. And that's the thing about that. I said with the family, you like, oh, we got to call her? Okay. Yeah, we got to call, call her. You call better be talking her. about something good and asking something good. You up early this morning. <laughs> what you got to ask? What you mean about being, I'm up early every Saturday morning. Kept listening to y'all while I'm walking that's my right. Oh, Mr. Right. Walker, good morning. Bless your heart. <laughs> Bless your heart. <laughs> Doing her 45 minutes. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> Listen, this is great. I'm really so glad. I really wish I could do something to get more people listening to you as a talk group because that's what we need to do as a community is get together and start talking about things and spread knowledge, spread information, and help people put their thoughts together in order to do that because the only way you're going to make it is to make your own way. So you guys are doing a great job. I'm an entrepreneurial consultant, and when I'm talking to young people that are trying to get their businesses together, you are telling them exactly what I tell them to do. Ask a lot of questions. I have a mantra at the end of my workshop is you ask questions if you don't know. And if you still don't know, ask questions. And if you still don't know, ask more questions. Right. Keep on asking. And let, let your spirit interfere sometimes and say, that don't sound right. If it don't sound right, it probably ain't right. right. So Facts. you are telling them some great advice. I really appreciate what you guys are doing. I wish I could just go out there and drag people by the throat to bring <laughs> them to the radio on Saturday morning so they can listen to you because this is what we need. We need more people that have... You, you got your wisdom from your experience, and you had to do a trial and error process to get to where you are. We can learn from other people's mistakes if we just continue to share the good knowledge that we have acquired. Okay. So thank you so much for that. You're and welcome. 
anytime I can, I'll be grabbing folks. Come on, I might be out walking, but I'm listening. And that's a good time to be reflected and listening and learning while you're kind of walking and you're not distracted from what you're hearing and what you're learning. So keep it up. Thank you, thank, thank you, thank you. you. And that's what we told everybody this morning. Like, grab your pen and pack, because I know Yolanda be dropping some jewels on me. I'd be like, oh, Lord Jesus. I had to go back to the, <laughs> I had to go back to my drawing board and be like, okay, and, you know, and just keeping it 100. That's why I wanted to have somebody on here to be like, let's talk about the realness of it. Yeah. And going back to the family part, it's like, you know, we just talking about all our businesses that we have. Like, I be trying to reach out to the younger generation and be like, okay. Because they'll see these TikTok videos. This trucking thing is, like, going crazy on TikTok. We got all these women. We got the girl TikTok, mm-hmm. yep, the big girl yep. um, truck drivers. drivers. Yep. Man, yeah. they be looking like they living their best life, you know, but they not saying how to hook up these. Because I wanted to drive. I'm like, maybe I should get my license. Because I was only looking at the part about the financial part. I wasn't looking at, like, I'm like, well, I drive every day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm like, them checks be looking super Super good. Like, look how much I made, and this. I'm like, ooh, wait. Let me get into this. But it's so crazy because you be trying to get people it, as entrepreneurs, and like, it's very frustrating because when you're doing something, you see people in financial binds and all this stuff. Like, you try to be like, okay, look, let me give. If you see a skill in in this department or that person, you like, let me teach you this so that you can make extra money. Let right. me let you do this, and it's like they'll be they won't go with it until they see the success, like you said, and then they want to cash out request you all day. <laughs> but look, I told you, like, I see that you're good on the phone, so then you can answer the phones, right? You know, not giving you the skill that I could do because, like you said, you did the trick and your whole uh, family was transportation. My whole family was makeup, uh, clothes, and styling, and all that stuff. So it's like it came later, but, you know, it came eventually. So I don't know. Um, what do you guys think about the age? Is it is it ever too late to Ooh. start? Not as long as you're healthy. Okay. Like health plays a big role in right. your life, period. Yeah. Like if you're healthy, you can start at any age. Yeah, because some people give up. You know, they like, oh, I wanted to be a truck driver. Now I'm like 50. I shouldn't even start. But you still alive. Right. So, yeah. I mean, it's just for the <laughs> listeners. Because I know some people are like, well, I'm too. it's too late for me to start right, my right. my business. And, you know, what's a good thing is that you still could do it at any age. You can still do it at any age. I think there's so many facets of trucking. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily have to ha- be in a truck, have a CDL. That's one path. But there's so many other things that you can do within trucking. You know, if you find you good drivers, dispatching is great for people who have the mm-hmm. drivers want to be bothered with them. You know, it's like I've coined this thing of the trucker's wife. Because oh, yeah. that's literally, mm-hmm. if you're a dispatcher, you're really an extension of them. You're like right. their wife on the road because you're navigating the, the trucks and navigating if they get flats or where they need to rest. There's, you know, counting the hours. Wow. There's so many different things that you could do that you don't have to be in the truck to mm-hmm. do. But you have to just take some time to learn about the industry. Right. And so I think at any age you can do it. Um, health definitely is going to play a part in it uh, because you have to be healthy. I think there's inspections. There's so many careers that's in the trucking industry, right. even if you don't want to work for yourself. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, there's people that do DOT inspections. There are people oh, that nice. do diesel mechanics. I mean, there's so many opportunities <laughs> for the trades for our young people. Like, I'm really passionate about helping our young people. Right. Yes, and so yes. right now, the CDL age has been uh, taken down from 21 to yep. 18. Yep. Wow. Yep. So that's that's a huge opportunity for yeah, our, they for they our boys. They need so many drivers. Yeah, for our boys and our, and our girls. Yeah. Because girls are doing it now but especially for our young men I, I think if they knew the opportunities and how they could leverage that at 18, at 18, yeah, at 18. so right yeah. now my nephew he he's gonna do he says he's gonna do it he's working towards getting his license now and i think 
it'll be a good opportunity for us to showcase, hey, he did it at 18. Right. You know, and That's then think about it. But you also got to understand these trucks are heavy. Mm. You're carrying 13,000, 19,000 pounds of weight. So it's not like driving a car. Right. So that becomes a bigger responsibility about the importance of not texting, not being on your phone, right. not having an attitude. You know, we had a driver flip over one of our trucks and total it out. You know, so people don't talk about the pitfalls of mm-hmm. trucking. And it was just a driver error. You know, and luckily he didn't hit anybody. He didn't damage anybody else or hurt himself, but the truck was totaled. Mm. And so that's where the paperwork that you have yeah. within your business is so important because had we not had business insurance, right, loss coverage insurance, we would have just lost out. Gap insurance on the truck. You know, when you think about the dump trucks, these are two $300,000 trucks that we have. And so I think, you know, people don't think about that. And, then, you know, if a, whatever happens in this company, it's yours. Right. You, you can't write it up. You know, it's your mm-hmm. insurance. So make sure you have the proper insurance. I always tell people in trucking, I think at minimum have a million dollar liability, whether it's needed or not, before you go work with a company. If a company tells you $100,000, that hundred thousand dollars is only going to cover their liability, not right, yours. Not yours. Yep, and yeah. they'll tell you, you that. Have to protect your business and yeah. really yeah. make sure that paperwork is right. I, I, I stress that. And also, let people know you have to spend money to make money. Oh, absolutely. I don't know oh. why they think that. <laughs> I don't know why they think. Oh well, I'm. I'm. It's just going to drop in my lap. Going to drop in my lap. You know what? We spent, when we started this business, we used our own money. Yes. So we spent $22,000 at that time. That was our savings. And yeah. we took that money and bought a truck. And, you know, it was a gamble. Right. And I remember thinking, like, <laughs> Look at okay, Waylon. <laughs> Waylon just took a deep breath. Waylon. <laughs> Waylon, did you just have a go back to. <laughs> he had a go back to. <laughs> look, look, he did like this. He like. <sighs> that was, that was like, y'all hold on. Time I turned that key, I was praying to God. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, seriously. I, I got a question to ask y'all. Yeah. I, I, I really like hearing y'all talk. And the one thing that I like hearing more so than anything else, every time y'all refer to something, either one of you, it's we. We, yes, yeah. I was going to say And so that. I was thinking about her question about Aww. the person that was 50 years old. And, and two, I think what most people don't understand really to be successful in business is that you do need that support. Well, not you, you don't always need it, but when you have it, it makes it. You, you excel a lot faster. Can y'all talk about that idea of like, hey, Waylon got this idea. We're going to do this. Yeah. And, hey, babe, I need your support so we can rock this on. And then you become a team versus, you know, Yolanda going right. and, and working for somebody else Ooh. while Waylon's trying to do the family business. Now you guys are working together as a team. How does that help you propel in what you're doing? And, and Waylon, I want to ask you first because I know as being out there, you driving the trucks, right? How good <laughs> does it feel and how hard does it make you go knowing that your wife got your back with this? Oh, it make me feel real good knowing that she got my back. Like I tell people, we like pinky in the brain. <laughs> <laughs> like every day she comes up with something new. Like, oh, well, we could do this and we could do that. But it didn't start out like that. Right. Like when I told her, hey, I'm finna do this. She like, oh, you ADHD. Why do you always got to keep switching jobs and this and that? <laughs> and I'm like, just let, sit back and relax. Like we go, we going to make this happen. But she just had faith in me and I had faith in God and oh. so yes. we we pulled it off. 
And that's what I was gonna say. You know that trust that, that, that to speak on that trust that you have in your partner and how to encourage your partner to know that this is right. Like she, like you said, she said you got ADHD, but some way she knew because, like you said, Yolanda, then you start doing your research so you could support your husband to you know be successful in the business. So I think for me, I think our teamwork came long before the business, mm-hmm. and so I think like Waylon. He supported whatever I wanted to do. So literally, we got married, and the next month, I went back to school. Mm -hmm. I just up and was like, I'm going back to school. I I didn't like the way I was being treated at work and the pay. And, you know, so he kind of was like, oh, yeah, go ahead and do it. So I think people don't realize that teamwork is in all aspects of your life, especially as a couple. And so for us, it started when... I was leaving work, going to class, and he was picking up kids, feeding them dinner, all that. And I, you know, and then in the middle of that, then I had a baby while I was in the middle of an MBA program. That was a lot, you know, on me, him, just our family structure. And so I think we start, like, he supported me and my dreams. And so when it was his turn, I had to support him and his dreams. Right, right. So how how do you encourage your partner for those that's listening? If they have somebody that know that they have, like, a successful business plan that's gonna work. Cause you out, you get you get that confirmation from God. People could say, "Well, whoever your spiritual being is, like you get that confirmation." I had woke up in the middle of the night and got something like had to write it down. So God is really confirming what moves you, what move you need to make. But they also say that it's supposed to come through the man first. So it's like, how do you get to encourage your partner? Like, oh, I got this idea, and kind of encourage them to come along on that because you taking risk. You know, you're gonna risk your family, the change financially, which is the number. Number couple reasons why divorces and stuff, but how do you encourage your partner to be like, hey, this is what it is, and or how did Waylon encourage you to be like, this is what it is, and even if we lose, win, whatever, this is what we gonna do. You know what? I think for us, when we got married, we didn't have any money, mm-hmm. so I think we we okay with even going back to no money because we know we can build it up. Right and 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 no. Kind I almost of had like a little teardrop. Like, like seriously, Aww. like I, I don't think people under, like when we got together, we really had a plan, like what we were gonna do. Right. And to see that manifest mm. quickly yes. and how it came to us. Oh, it wasn't quick. It was quick. It, 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 was, it, was, it was quick, Waylon. If you think back to it, like sometimes when, even when I think back to our journey, I'm like, man, remember we had no money. Right. And so it keep you grounded and humble. Yeah. You yeah. know, I, I used to call my grandmother when I wanted to, like, get a little humble pie. Like, let me humble myself. <laughs> you know, and my grandmother just knew the basic, simple things to say. And so I think I take some of that. Like, sometimes, whether it's Waylon or my kids, when they call in the midst of something, I just be like, well, you got this. What do you need? Right. You know, I think you have to just go back school. to the simplistic mm-hmm. things of a relationship. And, you know, for me, I'm used to telling people what to do at work. And so even that part, coming into a marriage, I had to learn, like, oh, this is my husband. I can't tell him what to do. Because <laughs> 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 he ain't going to let me. Right. You know? Like, he'll, he'll let me go so far, and he'll be like, hey, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to learn that. You know, and I think a lot of people think, oh, I don't want to submit or I don't want to be somebody's backbone. But in all aspects, we all need a backbone. We right. all need yes. support. We yes. all need encouragement. And, you know, this lady told me this when I, we first got married. Your kids are going to leave yeah. one day and your husband is going to still be there. And you don't want to be relearning this man after 18 years. That part. And <laughs> now 
y'all don't know each other. Right. Y'all in two different worlds. And so I always keep that forefront mm, every yeah, every year. Look at Tom. Tom is loving it. No, 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 no. Listen, no, no, no. Listen, man. I come from family where you know, like I said, it's only people in Minnesota I know where singleness is like. Back home, people, you, it's rare to find people single like you do here. Yeah. But but what I'm hearing from y'all, and I hear brother said that journey went long, but what it sounds like, y'all both in the gym getting them shots in together. Right. So the team is working and practicing together the entire time. What do you guys say to people like who, who are really like out here who are in couples or, or in marriages? And, you know, that's, that's kind of the conversation, right? Like, yo, how do you take this union of marriage Right. And turn this into because they say marriage is a business. Yeah. Yes. How, how do you take that business and turn it into a profitable business for y'all versus just the Instagram pictures or, 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 or the trips <laughs> or, on the on, vacations? Tom. How do you turn this into to hate to say, it, but the business is a cash cow. How do you turn that into a cash cow? Well, first, you got to like the person you would. <laughs> that helps. I mean, that's first yep, and foremost. Yep, okay, yep. let's get to that. Uh, successful. I mean, you, you have to really like the person you would, and you just can't like them. Y'all have to be friends. You have to know your partner, right. and your partner has to know you. Right. Like, before you build anything, it all starts with the foundation. Mm -hmm. And if y'all don't have that strong foundation in a relationship or a marriage, you're not going to have it in the business. Mm. So it's just a waste of time. Mic drop. Let's get to I that. I know. <laughs> and you're like, I will let you know that you are Thomas's favorite person. Like, he loves you so much. He always be like, she's good people. Like, you need to. I'm like, I know. I had to. Thomas, she called me all the time just like, oh, she be getting into my butt. So, you know, I, I'm going to let you know when you think that I'm not listening. I'm, I have to listen to her. Listen. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so how you guys balancing? So I know you got Din Din. I, I thought he was coming today. Din Din is like the little professor. Uh, how old is he? 10? 11. 11 now. The little professor. Oh my God. Like he runs the house. I have never seen. And all the stuff. So what what I like about and, and I'm telling you, when you around people, you are so powerful. People do pay attention to everything you do. That's why I always acknowledge you as my sister friend to be like you're doing a good job because I know people usually don't tell people, but I really look up to you. And uh, just oh, by the way, Terry Austin said y'all good folks too. Y'all yeah, 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 Terry, Terry said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know it's a step on it when Terry Austin said. <laughs> right but you know, um, I just look at Din Din and just the cultivation because. All that y'all do, you know, the trucking business, you work in, um, Waylon got all his stuff going on, the house, the kids, you know, trying to still have a life with your friends or whatever. But I look at Din Din and he is a product of you guys working together. And even though, you know, you guys are always busy, whatever, like at some point you brought the family into it. I look at your son, he's successful, TJ, he's going to be a, a pilot, right? Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, like. A lot of people get frustrated because I'm, I'm glad that my kids are adults right now. But I remember just trying to work those little nine to fives when they were young was so frustrating. When they get when I got home, I was just overwhelmed. Like, sit down. OK, dinner. Go to bed. Uh, you know what I mean? But see, I, I'm watching you guys. And I guess it still will go back to the, the question of being a team. So, you know, how does that family life, Din Din, all that stuff, how does that TJ, how that come in there? 
I think with all our kids. So we have two adult kids too. Okay. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Waylon. Yep. Yeah. So I think for for us, it's uh, well. You know what? I think starting with the intention of our marriage, mm. even when we dated, we kind of dated with the kids. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, we we dated That's with powerful. the kids. Say, say that one more time. We dated with the kids. Like okay. we went on a lot of dates. Oh. Like Waylon had his. Like Waylon was really involved in his kids. That was one of the things I loved about him is that like Waylon kept his kids the whole summer, mm. and so you know kept them doing school times when his son was cutting up he brought him to live with him and so I watched him do that before I before we got together and so that really let me knew that oh, okay this is a family man mm-hmm. you know all the things he was doing for his family so we both had that you know upbringing of family okay and so when we got married you know we just became team Pearson and I would I tell the kids like- that we was <laughs> team Pearson and you know people would laugh and I'm like no we're, we're a team and you know what I mean? We had a theme song, All We Do Is Win. <laughs> like, seriously, I would play that every time. I would be like, this is our family theme song. Right. And, you know, just kind of wanting that family structure that I didn't have growing up. Wanting a dad and, you know, having things in the house. You know, my father was in prison most of my life. And so, for me, watching Waylon, even with his father. Mm. So, like, Waylon and his father talked every morning on the phone. And so, for me, that (laughs) set, like, just such a huge foundation for our marriage. So, like, Waylon was getting solid advice about our marriage. He wasn't going to his homeboys. He was going to his daddy. And, you know, like, his father been married to two women his whole life. So, you know, he was married to Waylon's mother for 30 years. She passed away. He was married to Waylon's stepmother for 30-plus mm, years. So he was getting advice about marriage from somebody who was really into marriage. Right. So I just watched that, and that made me know that, okay, I can oh, submit oh, wait, to wait, wait, rewind, rewind that. Rewind that. <laughs> he was getting advice from somebody who was married Come on. that was into marriage. Oh, yeah, into yeah. marriage. You know what yeah. my mother and love say all the time? Marriage is and was and always is the best thing in life. And so I take that, you know, to heart. And, you know, like even with her, like we ain't, we ain't never had them dynamics of in-laws. I mean, that's like my mother in love. Like I love her to death. I could call her right now and say something about Waylon and she going to say, that's your husband. Right. I know that's right. Send it right back. <laughs> just gonna, you know, she'll listen to you, but she'll be like, that's your husband. What At you want me to do? Of the with conversation. Your husband? <laughs> yeah. You know, and so I love that. And I, I, I think I want to model that with my own children, you know. Hey, you know, you got to work this out. Like the kids, my nephews, my sons, they call Waylon before they call me, Uh. you know, about advice for being a man. You know, I can't teach him how to be a man. Thank you. So I don't even meddle in it. I kind of let him, you know, do his thing with them. And let us say this from Chicago. So let's not keep on making excuses <laughs> that people from Chicago can't come out and be successful. Because all of us grew up in the same environment. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And will you just take what you want? South Bend, you know what I mean? Mississippi. Come yep. on. Uh, Michigan. What side of like, Chicago you from? South side. South side. Right. <laughs> and I'm from the South side. <laughs> I, know, I, I had to ask because, right. you know, when they be like South side, they really be like, but not from the West. Go ahead. I'll just <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, but and, and that's why I say that's what make it even, you know, more lovable because it's like we came from, we know how our situation was and mostly the people that's yeah. probably listening is from Chicago. Oh, we couldn't do this because this wouldn't happen or this couldn't, we couldn't do this because, but like you said, having that, that foundation, the grandmother, and there's no more Medias and grandmothers. That's why I love when I talk to you is like you always got this old school stuff and I'm like dang my grandma did used to say that but dang we like 50 <laughs> <laughs> come on Yolanda with we that we the old <laughs> people now yeah. I, I think people don't want to be that 
Y'all make sure y'all give us a call at 612-377-3456 if you got any questions. Y'all talking that talk this morning, man. Y'all talking that talk this morning. Look, we can tell when uh, Thomas feel good. He loves this. He's like, he get all, you know, you see how he was. I know he be all giddy. Because because I... So, so I, I, I be on with my boy Lee and, and riding them out there in, in Vegas and Baltimore afterwards. And I'm telling you, man, when you talk to people who really are solidified in what they're doing in life, this is the conversation. It starts really with marriage and relationships. It starts with building that family structure, that identity to allow you to go from there. When you got that at home, like I, I can I can see what you're saying because mm-hmm. like I can tell you, man, doing this app – is lonely when you don't have no one else that you can roll over to and talk about this business, yes. right? Like I'm literally talking to, I, I have to be careful on who I talk to because if they ain't the wife, you don't know necessarily if they're going to work for the other side sooner or later. Yeah. But when it's the wife, you can have all of those conversations. You can be vulnerable, tell your fears. And then you also get that pep talk like, yo, hey, it, it's rough out here today. You know what I'm saying? And they ain't playing fair out here. What you? I might have to go for broke. Go ahead, baby. You go ahead and go for broke. Right. So I'm hearing y'all talk, and it just seems so inspirational. My only question is this. Black folks who are like y'all. How come we don't get y'all talking more and being front and center about this relationship thing? Because we always get the people who I call the humpbacks, the people that's heard about it. They the loudest in the room. They're always talking about why marriage ain't a good thing, why this don't work. How can we get the people like y'all that's doing the marriage thing, that's got raising the children, that blended the family business, per se, yeah. as well as the business? Downs, yeah. How do we get y'all to get in front of center like to grab the mic and say, yo, but this is the blueprint and we know because this is how we ran it and he got it from his pops and it passed down to him. We're going to pass it down to these kids. How do we get y'all talking about it? <laughs> I love Wayne because he always quiet, but he be like, on point. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't even know how you get them talking about it. Like, it's either in you or it ain't. Mm-hmm. Like, like you was just saying, I had a friend that wanted to go into business with me. Like, everybody wanted to go into business with us, but we in business with each other. How can we go into <laughs> business? Like, <laughs> and so I, I really looked at his marriage, and I said, you don't even control your house. Like, how could I do business with a man that don't control his house? Like, because if you don't control your house in that aspect, how are you going to be in the business? How are you going to control your business? Right. Chaos, yeah. Yeah. Man. So, ooh, I mean, that's true. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it stuff that you want to say because people do not know. It's, and I'm not, you know, you try and then it's like getting over the fear. It's like. I get so bothered with just like how the world has encrypted so many people to be scared. Mm-hmm. Like you could look at a person got so much talent, like we yep. could just pew. But it's like it's because of not having a foundation, not because of having the right people. I just put that the other day, just on a random post. You know your people that you have around you. Um, you know the way you conduct your lifestyle, all this stuff. You cannot get there without that. But people, I'm independent. I don't need uh. You know this guy. All this stuff that's going on on social media, like it's really not true. Like, that's so far-fetched from what it needs to be to be successful. But people have gotten to this little, this follow-the-leader stuff about Mm -hmm. what they don't need. And it's like, that's not true. You do need it. The word is do. Quit with the word don't, you know? 
I think in business, though, one of the main aspects, and, and really it's just about listening, everybody can't be a leader. In all right. specs, you can't be a leader. So be a leader in what you know. Can a right. woman be a leader, Yolanda? A, a woman can can be a leader, but I think when she wants to, when, when she needs to be in, mm-hmm. in her lane. Right. right. Yes. So, yes. like, for me, I'm not going to tell Waylon how to drive that truck. Right. I don't have no idea how to drive a truck. <laughs> I mean, when people ask me stuff, I'm like, I don't know that. Why do you think I know? That. Ask right. Waylon, or, you know, I, mean, I gotta ask my husband. And so, if it's something about business, he'll say, "I don't know that." Like, you know, <laughs> right? And so, you know, it's knowing, just funny. Your, knowing your place or where it is, right? I'm saying this, 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 right. this was really just so funny to me one time. Waylon kept calling me. Did you pay the road taxes? I'm like, the road taxes? What is the road taxes? Right. I don't know. People keep asking him. So this is in March. People asking about these road taxes, and I'm like, what is road taxes? So I said, Waylon, call him up and put him on three way so I can ask him what he's talking about. So the guy, he in the truck, yeah, you know, you got the road taxes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, you mean heavy highway taxes? Mm. Yeah, you got, I was like, those were due in August. What are you talking about? <laughs> and so Waylon like, what? Waylon just clicked him off the phone. <laughs> and, like, that's how he is. And so I said, why you hang up? He was like, man, that's due in August. And so it just really taught me how people will tell you things. Yeah. Yes. They know what they talking about. And so we just stay in our own lane. Like when right. it's something with the business, Waylon be like, do you know what this is? Something with trucking? I don't know. Like, you know, somebody like, oh, picking out trucks. I can't tell you nothing about a truck, but what <laughs> right. kind it is. Right. You know, I could tell you some high level things, but we really stay in our own lanes. And I think another part about the dynamic of our family is that. I make those kids understand that it's work and hard work to run this business. Like TJ was 16. Oh, get up in the morning and go with your daddy. Yes. 5 a.m. That's the time he leaving out of here. You know, he upset. No, that's what you have to do. Go clean out the trucks. Go Cleaning wash out the, the trucks. trucks. Washing yeah. the trucks, putting diesel in the trucks, checking the tires. Yeah, so. Like all those things that you got to learn once you get into this business. Yeah, right. so we made the kids do that. Like even my 11-year-old, you know, we uh, – had we bought we went and bought a new truck. We took him with us. Let him write the check out. Let him sign his name because he Waylon Pearson too. So he signed his name. You know, just to empower him. But then the next morning, I woke him up like, okay, it's time to fill up these trucks. Okay, oh, I don't want to do that. Oh, oh, that's what you have to do. Daddy got more than one <laughs> truck. You got to go with your daddy to help him. And you know, he like, well, this is my business. Yes, your business, but you have to work in it. <laughs> Nothing comes free. And that's the process because these kids, I mean, like trying. Oh my God, like. They, they, you know, they moved on with their families and just trying to get them to be like, okay, this this what you need to do to be successful. Like, And they just don't, they like, I can't get them to see the vision. So what, what advice would you get to give to people that's like trying to get, not just talking about your family, like cousin them, like your own kids, like my daughter. I'm like, hey, look, I'm an esthetician. I do lashes. Go purchase these lashes at the warehouse. This only take, this, you don't have to have a license. You could do this with it. She came to the open streets and we was like, she had her little products or whatever. She got there for like 10 minutes and she was like, okay, I'm done. So when I got done selling her products, she was like, so how much you made? How much I made? You needed to be here. Like right, I told you how to right. do this. This is helping you with your income. You a single parent. This is no matter what. You making this much money every 10 minutes. Come on, during the day you can make this. So what would you tell people that's listening how to, you know, inspire their children, immediate family? Now, I'm not talking about the cousin, uncle, and all them, but your family get to get them financially stable to be successful. 
Waylon, what you do with them kids? These kids is another subject right. hold today, period. That's like, a different show. <laughs> yeah, the internet really messed these kids up, what? man. Right. Like, because they don't have the same value and core that we have, that we grew up with. Mm-hmm. Like, they were hungry. We the that's last dinosaur. No, they're not hungry today. We should have let them been hungry. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's probably part of the problem right there. We raised these kids to not to go through the suffering and pain yes. that what created us to be the strong individuals we are today. Right. So now they 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 don't have that same hunger nor drive to be successful in life. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, dad got it. Ah, oh, mom got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, why we got to do this? Or why we got to do that? You want to eat, don't you? Yeah, but they've been eating good. Like these right. kids, like they said, no more hot dogs and juices. They getting filet mignon and shrimp and <laughs> crab boils, boils. And that's why I said, that's my biggest thing to be like, dang, I should have. I was like, man, I, I leaving from Chicago, you know, we all had a vision. Everybody had that same passion. Like, we got to get out of here. We're going to do better. We're going to do better than whatever. And it's like, man, I, I wish I would have let them struggle just a little bit instead of just giving it to them. Like and you they said, not. she left after 10 minutes. Like, no, you should have told where you going? Like, right. this is your business. You got to stay here. No, Waylon asked me what, how much did she make off her last year? <laughs> <laughs> Waylon ain't telling the truth. Waylon is not telling the truth. Waylon, first of all, if she left, it would have been a whole major thing. <laughs> uh, and dropped her kid off. Like, uh, if my, my grandbaby had her stuff on, like, Mm-mm. you want to buy last? I'm like, I'm paying her. You're no. not getting paid. That's why I'm training my grands to know. Yeah. See, I'm telling you. So, like, that's one thing. And, I, and when he first would do it, it would drive me crazy. I'm like, man, he riding these kids' ass. Oh, oh he riding <laughs> these kids. <laughs> and riding so, you know, he riding these kids. And it used to be like... Man, that that, that might have been too much. But now I see it, like, mm-hmm. how he, you know, like, he just wouldn't have let them just leave or, you know, stop or, I mean, he, he be on them. He yeah. should be. Yeah, like, he be on them. So, like, I, I think, Tiffany, I think the problem is that, like, you be soft with them. Oh. And so. Call her out, Yolanda. Call yeah, no, her no, out. Seriously, no, seriously. I don't gave him up. I'm like, if y'all want to live in this. Thing, ch- you giving up. And you can't give up on your kids. Mm. And I, I think. When I think back to like eighteen year old Yolanda, oh, you couldn't Ooh, tell me nothing. Okay, but we was hustlers though. Don't matter. You we always wanted something. Like they like, oh, this so they want something too. They, they, they just don't want to work for. It's a lot, like, it's a lot <laughs> different though when you're getting that guidance though. Yeah. I think I think like when we were eighteen and we didn't have like particular mm-hmm. guidance. You know, I always tell people like you know, the problem that we have in our community is that we allow children to act as if they are equal. Mm. So Say it again. My household, <laughs> I tell, Say it again. I tell my kids. <laughs> what you say, Waylon? <laughs> in my household, I tell my kids it's a dictatorship. It's not a democracy. <laughs> Go ahead, say it, Waylon. Waylon to the show. <laughs> we about to bring Waylon on, okay? Well, <laughs> like he said it all the time. Like this is my house. You don't like it, you ain't got to be here. Mm, that's like, and he's serious with that. And I'm like, what? Where they going? <laughs> <laughs> And but but he's more, nothing, he, but he's but, but y'all probably more confident to know that if you do put them out that it's it'll be they'll be okay. But it's like he said, these kids are different. It's so know. I try. I've and I, it's not that I'm giving up. I think I've I've exalted all of my re- yeah. yeah all of my resources to be like okay. So and then they'll figure it out because at one point you know they'll figure out what they want to do because they're gonna go to work one day and gonna get fired. And some, and they're going to be like, why, you know, I worked all these years here. Mm-hmm. I, I put something on Facebook the other day when the lady was like, I've been working for them. You want a two weeks notice. I don't know if y'all saw that. Yeah. And she was like, they wouldn't give up me a two weeks notice. They're going to let me go. 
right away. Come on, Waylon. Come what? on, Waylon. He Wait, I, look, I, no, I posted it. And she was like, no, we, we finna change the dynamics of this. Exactly. The culture of like, y'all want me to get y'all two weeks, but if y'all want to let me go today, she's like, I need you to sign this thing to say you're going to give me a month to get myself together before you let me go. Because you changing the dynamics of my family, you know? Exactly. I told Yolanda that so so many years ago. I told her that, like, man, I, I wish I would get somebody a two week, two week notice. Hey, never. He ain't never gave a job a two week notice. Ever. Like, oh, that's wrong. Ever, ever. Like, seriously, no. He won't give him a two week notice. Like, it's so funny. So he goes and buys a truck. We're talking about the the business, right? He working for a company. He goes and buys a truck. So they calling him to come back. <laughs> work they calling him <laughs> they call me so she like yolanda we can't get a hold of Wayla. i'm like well unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> and she like what do you mean i'm like well Wayla went and bought his own truck like, but what? that's oh, but that's no. a good strategy because working in education yeah people who give two-week notices in schools and people don't know this when an educator give two weeks notice they pretty much pack your stuff up and they move you out of the way they, they won't sure even do. let you get through the two weeks right. so this whole two-week notice thing that everybody's talking about mm-hmm. in schools if you give a if you give a school a two-week notice all your access to everything, it's they're gone. done with. Yes. And they're pushing you out. They're packing yourself up. Yes. But you won't <laughs> even get through those two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And so I believe that, hey, if it's an at-will employment, I'm an at-will employee. And I've always said this, wherever I've worked, I'm contracting. What does that mean? I don't have a boss. Right. That's the first thing. And <laughs> I'm going to leave different. when I want to leave. That's when right. I'm done, I'm, I'm done. done. Right. 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 You know, you say they call like, wait, where you at? Yeah, they, they <laughs> when the sign that paper was like, gone. But I'm going to tell you, you love to say, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I always try to be politically correct for them. You know, I'm going to tell you, like, even now in this business, like, Waylon, like, Waylon probably signed up with 12 brokers. Mm-hmm. And whoever going to pay the highest. Whoever gonna keep him rolling is who he working for. That right. And so some of them will be calling me like, What did I do to Waylon? I'm like, unfortunately, you didn't have work last week. So Waylon went to the next person. You know, it is you know, and I'm always like, they like, well, can you tell him? I'm like, I can tell him all I want, but Waylon's gonna do what he wants to do. You may need to call him. Right. And he just won't even answer that. So call. do you guys so do you guys discuss it before the decisions are made? Or you just or you just ultimately make the decision and you trust that he is making the right decision we discuss it sometimes and sometimes <laughs> it's an executive decision okay <laughs> come on black man <laughs> you know the mortgage ain't gonna wait and see if they got work tomorrow right the light bill the truck note the car note nothing right. that, nothing's waiting right food necessities exactly right. so right. Sometimes it's hey, I I got to go where the work is. Right now, Waylon boss up on me. He'd be like, uh, "This is he what said I'm the doing. executive yeah, decision." <laughs> I like sometimes, that it's executive. You know, okay. sometimes I tell him about the relationships of it. I'm like, "Hey, you know, I want to burn the bridge, and I have to bring him back sometimes." Like, okay, well, you know, go work for her or send a truck over there, but go over here. Right. And so it works out sometimes, but sometimes at the end of the day, he make like you said, he'll decide and do what he want to do. Right. You know, that's why I say all the time. I tell people this is Waylon's company because right. he. He's the CEO. I work for him in this aspect. Right. Now, on the other side, when we're doing trainings or other things, mm-hmm. working on those, those, those are my things. And so then, you know, he's supporting me because if somebody called me about their truck, I got to patch him in. Like, right. hey, I don't right. know about your truck. Okay. So we got, uh, you still can call in 612-377-3456. We got five minutes left. We would like to know what you guys got going on, uh, what services. I know you don't, you started a training and everything um, and give people probably your your tools to success or you know put the stamp on it so 
Well, first, let us know what you guys got going on because I know a lot of people are ready to join in on this business. So Yeah, so we do trainings, uh, training and workshops. Next month, we'll have a logistics um, networking opportunity where we're going to invite all truckers. We're looking for all BIPOC truckers nice. to come and sign up with us. There's a lot of legislature things that I'm working on because there's a lot of new things coming out from a legislature. There's infrastructure projects that are here in the Twin Cities that we need to really leverage. It's like there's a $22 billion project that they're going to work on for the next five years. And so mm. how do we get involved in some of those right. things? How do get black me. people right. get, get involved? 12, with I mean, uh, Black Civic Network, if y'all need yeah. to, we'll, we'll, we'll get down there and do the legislative work for you guys to make sure y'all get some of that bread. Yeah, and so we want to make sure that we're looking at that. We want to look at, like, the prevailing wages and things that are really impacting this industry mm-hmm. that's really hurting small businesses. Okay. And so um, we're working on some of those things. You know, if you, if you can follow us on social media, on my social media, I'm The Trucker's Wife, so T-H-A, Trucker's Wife. Um, our company is Pearson and Sons Trucking. Our website is Dump Truck Pros. Hey. Hello, hello. Okay. And so, um, <laughs> you know, we're, we're just really working on education, uh, you know, doing more trainings, mm-hmm. um, networking, doing more CDL programs. How do we work with these 18 year olds? Yes. You know, 18 yes. to 24, that's like a yes. sweet spot of really empowering our, our youth and how do, how do we do that more. And so that's what we're really working on. Um, I think getting all of the black and brown truckers together in this state is going to yes. be essential because mm-hmm. a lot of us have companies, a lot of us have multiple trucks, but we're not getting our due diligence. Um, a lot of the Caucasian companies are kind of coming in. They have their wife running the business so they can get the same DBE certifications we can get. And so those things are hurting us when we go to bid. Well, so it's an affirmative action for white women. Though, absolutely. And I think about. coming together yes. will help us really leverage that. You know, yes. if we can come together on some of these contracts, create joint ventures. And that's another thing about business. If somebody's doing the same thing you're doing, partner up. Thank you. Partner Girl, up. Get the right, right oh, paperwork wait, together. Could you get though, into the microphone and say that? Get the right paperwork together, but also partner make sure up. you have the paperwork in place. Have NDAs, CDAs, you know, make sure you have your joint venture agreements. Get a good attorney to make sure that the, the you know, the paperwork is tightened up because we know people fall out, things happen. But just have those things. I think another key important thing is really stop chasing the bag. Yes. Everybody has made that so popular. So <laughs> money will flow to you if you're in your divine power come on money will flow to you you will get the money as long as you're in your lane understanding your niche doing what you do every day the opportunities will come so stop chasing the bag all money is not good money yeah come on now understand that q telling us we gotta wrap it up wrap it up okay uh uh, so waylon what you got good you got something Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all got this event coming up y'all check them out on facebook you can uh actually go on the four opinion page uh tiffany love page we'll have all that information out i want to thank you guys for coming and letting us know all these things such a good time and i thank appreciate you, you and thank i appreciate you for the, the invite you welcome and appreciate the work that you guys are doing in the community thank you yeah. all right yeah, man shout you. out to this dynamic couple we talk about hey. relationships all the time i'm hoping that people are listening and and taking the jewels not just about the business because it, it really is about relationships staying down for each other and really like going with the with the game plan you got to have a game plan and you got to have people that's willing to follow the game plan so shout out to this two these, these two dynamic the people. pearsons Pearson's <laughs> I love toes down <laughs> 10 toes down baby and like that we out hey
you've been listening to Four Opinions. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or board of directors of KMOJ.